0: Cynthia Lennox, and igniting life's next chapter. Delve into a transformative conversation with Cynthia Lennox, who shares her perspective on life's next chapter, inviting you to refine and bask in life's abundant tapestry. Cynthia's passion lies in fostering personal growth. She encourages us to dance to life's melody with audacity and unique vintage charm. She believes in joy-infused work and a gratifying life. The enlightening dialogue offers insights to dissolve self-limiting beliefs and usher in triumph. This new chapter is your invitation to a fulfilled life. Tune in and let Cynthia's wisdom ignite your flame. Embrace what's next with purpose and with zest. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show where you're about to go on a wellness driven ride. introduce our guest to you today. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Cynthia Lennox is a certified life coach, talk show host, and motivational speaker specializing in helping individuals design their desired life. She promotes the concept of refiring life after retirement and embraces it with vintage charm born in panama and educated in the us cynthia's optimistic mindset shines through her work and personal life she hosts the cynthia linux show targeting the vintage charm at 60 plus demographic outside of her professional life cynthia enjoys traveling with her husband noel with europe and the mediterranean sea being their favorite destinations I'm excited to present to you Miss Cynthia Lennox.
1: Thank you April, that's a great intro, girl. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Well, you know, it's it's exciting to have you here on the show. You are one of the most joyful human beings that I know. You always have a beautiful smile on your face and <laughs> You know, you talk about really living life in joy and what that looks like. And you advocate for that, just radiate that everywhere that you go. So let's dive in a little bit. Let's let the audience know in your own words a little bit more about you.
1: Well, it's interesting because um, my show, the Cynthia Lennox show, we started out as – with the happy mindset, the happy mind show. And um, that's because that is me. That is my personality. That is me 100%. It is. Always has been and uh, still am. But as time went on and me talking to my, my clients and just people in general of that demographic, 60 plus, I have learned that uh, there is this thing out there about, Uh, ageism and getting old and Mm. the anxiety that comes with that and depression and, and just a lot of stress. Something that's really foreign to me and my husband. Fortunately, we have been able to enjoy a life of, of, of fun and adventure and so forth without limitations, doing the things that we really like to do. So when I'm learning all this about ageism the the first thing I think about, first of all, in my culture, we don't discuss age, and my husband and I, we live our lives in seasons. So this season that we're in, it's just for us, is living in prime time. We live in prime time. Everything that we do, mm. so uh, every time it's prime time, right? <laughs> yeah, just really having a passion for life, you know, just the fact that we get to be here and, yeah. and, and enjoy, you know, you, you have to live intentionally. So that's what we do. And for us, that really is normal, it's, it's natural. So when I'm yeah. hearing all this thing about people being sad about getting older, I'm thinking, you know, the first half of our lives, we lived learning, making mistakes, Garnering experience, uh, understanding, yeah. and knowledge of what this thing called life is. Now, the second half of our lives, we need to be able to enjoy it, to bring the experience that we have uh, learned, all the things that we have gone through, and apply it now in in, in this uh, season of our lives. Well, so- yeah,
0: you really move into this beautiful you know, being able to have the wisdom that you've attained over exactly. the many years of trial and error. And yeah. it is true, Cynthia. And it's very interesting that you came upon that, where the hot topic keeps, you know, coming up of this ageism, of this maybe negative context of retirement. And, and how do we change that and switch that idea of, that this is how people are feeling and give a different perception.
1: Well, you know, this term retirement, I, I have never embraced that term retirement. I say you need to refire and love not wait for someone to tell you when it's time for you to refire. You decide that. I spent many years in corporate America and, and I gave it my all many, good years in corporate America, I really enjoyed the work that I did and the organization I worked for and so forth. But when I realized that my time was, my my enthusiasm was decreasing, I felt I didn't have the same energy, the same joy, you know, getting up to go to work and so forth. And I did reflection, self-reflection. And then I realized, you know, it's my time is coming to an end doing what I did. Could you just
0: repeat that again because I think I think the term that you use Cynthia is just really brilliant and I love using that term because it does shift that perception on you know instead of saying retirement right. we say
1: refirement.
0: Refirement.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because so cool. think, think of it April to retire means to to in my mind, you know, it's it's like a decline in everything, in your activities, in your connections, mm. your social activities. It's it's almost like I'm gonna retire. I'm going to retire to go to sleep. I'm gonna retire to stop being active and you know, adventurous and and living life with gusto. But if you think mm. in terms of refire, what happens in your mind is you know you have to have a goal, a dream, desire, expectation, something else to do, whatever. Uh, hobbies you may have, or even if you want to start a new business, we need to take away this age thing from the equation. We need to remove it. What oh gosh,
0: you-, you know we we're living longer.
1: Absolutely. We've got a
0: lot of new science and new technology right. and new ways of being able to really manage and maintain our overall wellness. Yes. And I I think that refirement is such a beautiful time period because really it, it gives you the opportunity to reflect on so many of the things that have really been put on the side burner.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And you pick it up again or, you know, we are all creative. The thing is you, you need to acknowledge... We need to acknowledge all the things that are within us, our ability to create, our ability to be innovative, our ability to to connect with people and you know, allow uh, circumstances, situations to come into our lives. We really have to keep an open mind and not think in terms of I'm, gonna retire, I'm going to retire, I am going to, you know, go play golf, which is not a bad thing. But, you know, spend time with the grandkids and that's all. In the meantime, all these desires are bubbling up on the inside of you. You know, you have this dream. You you just wish you would have done this. You would have done that. And then we get to a point where we regret that we didn't, you know, launch those uh, dreams for ourselves. You know, we ourselves, we self-impose limitations. And that's one of the biggest things that I have Found April, we have people, the ones people that I've spoken to, the limiting beliefs that we walk around with is really astounding. Yeah. You know, people's mind, you know, belief of unworthiness, not good enough, can't do this, fear, punishment, shame, blame, judgment. There's so many things that, you know, I like. Yeah. And, and I understand it very well because years ago I went through a, a a wash. I went through a reprogramming of mind and removing all that you know uh, conditioning, cultural you know,
0: conditioning. You you brought up another word that I that struck me. Okay. And I mean, you said I went through a wash, and I just really like that terminology. Again, okay. you have some cool words. I love this. <laughs> you know vintage charm and refiring That's and my creative mind <laughs> it is you you've got that creative spark going definitely
1: right. well a wash just think of it this way you know your your mind you know have all these thoughts and beliefs and uh, ideas that no longer serve you now in the 21st century now you're not not only that you exercise critical thinking and you realize, wait a minute, how, why did I believe that? Or, you know, mm. why do I believe what I believe? That's a question most people don't ask themselves. Yeah. So, you know, you, so you start scraping and removing all the old debris, those things that's been imposed upon you by social construct, uh, cultural construct, and, and a lot of also uh, doctrinal, religious construct. Yeah, and you start removing all those things, but you really have to ask the brutal questions. You have to ask yourself, and you have to be brutally honest with yourself. Yeah. See, you can't bring in outside factors because then you're losing your identity.
0: You know. And identity. I think, yeah, I think that. Well, a couple of things on that. I I think first off the outside factors i think when we ha- have this awareness that mm-hmm. that is what creates our belief systems or are right. many of yes. our beliefs is based on our parents beliefs and if you want to go deeper than that you can go on a biological level and it's generation right. after generation mm-hmm. however if we if we just keep it more simple and we have a basic understanding that that is where most of our beliefs are stemmed from Absolutely. is not really the self-choice, but it's the choice of the external, um, you know, the societal standards and all to that. And I couldn't say for people how often it is that you need to kind of comb through that and restructure that or think about it. But at the same time, we're always um, able to do that, make the choice to do that. And we're always changing. And so I definitely, I love how you used you went through the wash and I I went through the wash um, not too long ago. And for me, it was that identity piece. And so that was a word that you brought up as well. The identity factor where, but the the truth is we can change the identities too, because the identities are based off of those belief systems. So if you're going to be doing some restructuring, you might as well figure out who it is that you really want to walk into.
1: Exactly. The thing is, by the time the kid is five years old, they have already been assigned an identity, and that's by the influence, just like you said, by their parents, teachers, leaders, religious uh, leaders, yeah. and so forth. And that's by default. It's not a matter of good or bad, right or wrong. That's just the way it is. You know, my parents taught me what they knew, and yeah. so forth. So you you grow up with this identity that's not really yours. Mm -hmm. And you really, you know, that's why sometimes when you, when you hear of a kid and, you know, you call a kid, a kid rebellious, it's not, sometimes it's not really rebellion. They just want to bring out themselves into light, you know, because they know there's something on the inside. I have shared uh, many times my own experience. My, we went away, my dad sent us away to boarding school. I believe I was like eight years old and, uh, you know, I was uh, I was expelled three times from boarding school. What? <laughs> Cynthia was expelled, was. and it was <laughs> all mischiefs. You know, it was all. There were three of us. The youngest one in the dorm. It was a nice school, you know, with all the bells and whistles and so forth, and very reputable. And you know, in my in my culture, you know, when you are able to, when you have the means, you send your kids abroad to study, and so. My sister and I, my dad sent us away. And I was, you know, I was happy at home with mom and dad and my siblings. So when Mm. I went there, I was just so mischievous. I did everything the opposite. And, you know, so they, the first time they expelled me, my dad got me back. You know, he talked to the, whatever, the manager of the organization and they got me back. And I went back and then they expelled me again because I was just, I mean, you know, like we would just cross the limits. There were three of us: Olga, Offman, and myself. <laughs> and and everybody they were from different countries, but we were just like we were the youngest in the dorm, and we just did a lot of stuff. We went into the cane field, and and oh, it, it, just. Everything that we shouldn't do. Well, the third time they expelled me, they are like, That's it. No, she we she's not she's not fit for our organization. And it was interesting. So when they sent me home, I was so scared. But so when I got home, my parents thought that something was wrong with me. You know, they had me see a, a specialist, like a you know, psychologist, and and then they found out that there was nothing wrong with me i was just missing my environment at that age and mm-hmm. i you know expressed it that way so when i went to school locally i was you know i became a, 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 an honor student and you know uh leader you know I, I do this because we had this this band that we put around our our arm you know coD the older thing y dcpn it's like a leadership thing that we were you know, in these situations in school, they would look to us for leadership. So, so you I-
0: stepped into from a, a, a non-power role into a power role fairly yes. quickly.
1: Yes. And my parents, yeah. they were so proud because, <laughs> wow, they thought, you know, they had a child with issues, <laughs> you know, neurological or whatever, psychological issues. But then they realized that I was fine. I was, I was doing just well. And uh, you know, with that, and of course, I spent some time there, and then I came to the U.S. to finish my education. But
0: um, well, I want to spend just a little bit of of time on that because I think this is a really powerful story what you uh, share, Cynthia. Because again, going back to in childhood, you experience this night and day differences in how you show up in the world, and you and you got that understanding at a very young age. But what's beautiful about that is really being able to span see the span or the scope of um, pros, cons, you know, negative, positive, or what have you, however you want to look at that. But what it reminds me of is Manley was just talking about a story. He read it to me this morning. and it's about uh, a father with his teenage daughter and he gives his teenage daughter his car that he's been saving for a long time for her and he says what i want you to do is i want you to take the car and i want you to go ask the dealership you know what they would give you for or if there's trade or anything and so she goes through this series of asking different people she asked the bank she asked the dealership she asked you know um, the buddies at the at the vintage car show ultimately the values were so different and so extreme
2: okay. and
0: of course the the vintage I, I have that on mine probably because it's on the screen right. or <laughs> title. But, um, you know, there are different places and spaces that recognize value differently. And so when we put ourselves in those spaces, we're going to be looked at and recognized differently. And I just think that's really important for people to know because if you're not being recognized or valued where you're at now, It doesn't mean that you're unvaluable. It doesn't mean that, you know, there's something wrong with you. Like you, your parents thought when you were little, like, is there something wrong with this child? No, there's nothing innately wrong with you. You're just not in the right place where, where you're able to expand and show the value and be recognized for it.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things also that I learned at an early age, uh, you talked about value. Now I'm going to, Talk a little bit about worth and and value, the difference in just a little bit. But while I was home, i, 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 I always like you know fashion and so forth. and so my dad took me shopping or he took me to the store, not shopping, just took me to the store. Uh, I wanted to buy this dress and so forth. So I'm over here looking at dresses, uh, you know on this rack, and he's over the other extreme. And he sees me looking at the dress and flipping the tag and, and looking at the tag and you know to see how much it costs. So he comes over and he said, What are you doing? I said, and you know, to know my dad, my dad is not like the dad that takes you shopping. That was just an occasion that I was privy to. Mm. So he said, What are you doing? I said, I said, I said, Oh, dad, I said, This, this is such a nice dress. And, you know, he said, Why are you he said, why are you looking at the tag? I said, But look at the look at the cost. And my dad, he said, look at the cost. He said, if you have to look at the tag, you cannot afford it. He says, if you want it, just get it. Wow. And, then said, and then he said, you deserve it. You deserve to have a great life. Oh, that's a great lesson. You no, know, but, but April, I'm telling you, it makes me so emotional because yeah. like my dad. Now, those words, you deserve to have a great life. Like, who said mm. that? It's like, where would that come from? And those words sat with me for years. And it's not until I did that wash that Mm. I realized, wait a minute, those words, because Ah. I always believe that I deserve a great life. You have to acknowledge that. Nobody's going to tell you that. But my dad told me that. And so now I acknowledge it. I, I acknowledge that. And it's not in an arrogant and practical way. No, it's confidence and assertiveness. Yeah. That's where that comes from. So I really believe, you know, people talk about privilege. Well, in my mind, I really believe, and I'm not saying, you know, you get freebies. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you take responsibility for yourself, but the things of life, just like Ernest Holm, the science of the mind, he says that mm. prepare yourself to receive the best that life has to offer. That's a book that I read, and I I, I learned so much from that. Yeah, and I don't take that for granted because again, it's a mindset. Now, when we talk about worth and value, like no one can tell you your worth. That comes from an inherent understanding Mm. of dignity, your own dignity, your self esteem, your value as a person. It's an, an intrinsic, intrinsic acknowledgement, knowing the value, the worth you are as a person. Now, when it comes to value, that is external. What value do you bring? Do you contribute to your job? your community, your relationships, that's where your value is defined based on your contribution to external situations. So when your relationship, you know, you hear people say, what do you have to bring to the table? Well, you bring the essence of who you are. You bring your skills, your talents, your expertise, and the things that you do and know. And, you know, when you show up, you know, you're, you're, you're worth speaks for itself. We call it energy, vibes, whatever. But when you know that, when you know that, no one can challenge that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it, it's your true, genuine, authentic self. Yeah, okay. And that's what you get out of the wash. You remove all the debris of the the identity that was imposed upon you. But unless you have gone through a uh, a journey of self-deciation, discovery And, you know, I used to say a lot that you have to go through self-discovery, but, and that's true because I did, but now I find that I simply acknowledge the good things. You know, I'm, I'm a good person. I'm a lovable person. I'm a generous person. I'm a compassionate person. I know who I am. I'm a creative person. So, you know, if somebody, you know, speaks a word negative word toward me it doesn't really affect you yeah because I know who I am and yeah that's that is
0: that. that is so cool. I we're gonna move into our first commercial and Cynthia when we come back I would love to know what the wash looked like for you. Okay. Stay tuned.
2: Hello everyone welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy the podcast for parents who Want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby.
0: We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education.
2: That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children.
0: On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself.
2: Whether you're a new parent or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together.
3: Are you a practitioner or a coach listening to this? If so, I would love to ask you, do you use hypnotherapy in your practice, working with clients? And if not, would you like to, the power of hypnotherapy is limitless. And so often we experience our clients struggling to reach their goals. It's because they're coming up against their own brick walls and getting stuck. But you can help them through the power of hypnosis, break through all of that, working with their unconscious mind to put the suggestions in, to have them taking the action to achieve the results that they want. They are thrilled with your coaching techniques. They're getting the results they want. You feel amazing because you are helping your client get the results they want. It's a win-win. And another win is that it's an added revenue stream for you in your business. So if you like the feel of helping your clients get the results they want, if you like the sound of that, then definitely reach out Melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com or click the link tree link below for my unlimited power of hypnosis class to learn more. It's a weekend designation program that I teach, valid in 42 countries. You write an exam after taking the experiential course, and you can be admitted to the American Board of Hypnotherapy and start using hypnotherapy one-to-one with your clients and have them achieving the results they want. So that's another power.
2: Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a -a three-times-a-week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to StoicismPod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.
0: Our whole tool you can put in your toolbox, hypnotherapy. Yeah. So if anybody is yeah. interested in that, just so happens that Manly and I are going to be in the room. So if you want to come hang out with us. It's a perfect time to do it. And back to you, Cynthia, let's talk a little bit more. You've had some, you've given me some awesome keywords. I love the choice in wording. You've got vintage, you got refire, all of those things. So let's talk a little bit about the, the, the wash, because I really love that terminology. I think it's (laughs) awesome because, you know, as we go through the wash you know we're, we're shaking everything up and we're scrubbing it off and so let's dig in a little bit to your story what did that look like for you where it was the moment in your life where things were just so shaken
1: april i was um you know i grew up normal and happy always have been that and then i got involved in uh religion and it was great. I had some great years. I learned some great things, and so forth. And but again, it was religious indoctrination. That's just by default. And uh, I was pretty much career driven when I met my husband. When I met Noel, and so that was that was my focus. But I met Noel, and based on the 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 training I got from the organization I belong with, the religious organization I belong uh, belong to, Noel really would not have qualified to be yoked with me. We would have been unequally yoked. Hmm. That's just a religious teaching. uh, Hmm. Because he was not in my camp. Mm Doctrine. And uh, if I had and believe me, I was really dedicated, committed, you know, taught in the Bible school and, and, and all of that. I was like laser focused on my beliefs. And they were, of course, now I see them as limiting beliefs. But when I met Noel, you know, he showed up. We met through a mutual friend and, you know, he was such a gentleman you know, man of character and integrity and, you know, just things that, that are admirable. And uh, if I had followed those, the teaching that I had about not being unequally yoked with an unbeliever, Mm. I would, you know, he would not have really been a good candidate for me. Now I wasn't looking for a husband, I was career driven, but, but he showed up and he was just, you know, it took me a while, but he was just a gentleman and he was just a a, a person. He was my person. And He made you think, made you think differently. Well,
0: it, it's... Or it's, maybe question things.
1: You, you know, it's really interesting because it just happened. You know, we met through someone and obviously this person knew him and knew his character. And then she knew me, she knew my character. And because we were both, you know, my husband is from Costa Rica. And you know, we both spoke Spanish and so she just thought we would have been a great match, a great blend, rightfully so. So I I really it it was not even a matter of uh, maybe perhaps should you know, have none of that. I just forged ahead and we started dating. We dated for two years and then we got married. And so I dragged him into my circle, and he was uh He was okay with that but he never changed anything about himself and you know in the back of my mind i'm thinking oh you need to do this you need to do." as a matter of fact one time i said to the pastor you know i was trying to arrange for him to get water baptized and all that kind of stuff and without him knowing and he's not someone you can just push around and uh so when i talked to him about it he said well who who arranged that and i told him i said well you need to talk to the pastor and just let him know that he can cancel that spot because i'm already baptized whatever so the point is this so we were there for a long time in that religious setting and then after a while my husband said he said that's it our lives we're stuck I feel stifled we're not growing there's nothing new and innovative and fun and he wanted to really live a life of vibrancy he really wanted to live you know So Mm -hmm. I decided to step away from that post circle. And after I start thinking, really, I, you know, start exercising my critical thinking and asking questions, challenging the the things that I had learned. And I realized, no, this, this, none of that has anything to do with anything. And of course, with our travels, we have met so many people of different nationalities, different cultures, different nations, different places with different beliefs. And we find out, found out that everybody, we really desire the same things. Mm. People want to be able to take care of their families. They want to be happy. They want to Mm. live in peace. They want to be safe. That's the fundamental need of humans. So So how did
0: this, oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I just want to say, so why bring division because of Mm. beliefs? Why do that? So we decided we live, just like I said, by three principles, love, kindness, and compassion. That's it. Every Mm. other stuff, we don't even, you know, we we are not affected by it at all. And we have been married for 32 wonderful years. Seriously, that's awesome. it's been oh, that's beautiful. So I am so glad that I just, you know, was smart enough to just go with my intuition and ah. really, oh, yeah. I love
0: it's- that you use the word intuition too. You know, I mean, that's again a, a word that's used often, but really, it's just really listening to yourself to that inner wisdom yes. and it sounds to me Cynthia like your your shakeup or your wash was it had to do with maybe the the religious belief systems that you held throughout your life yeah and and how you began to start viewing things a little differently Absolutely. a little outside of that yes. box so to speak
1: yes. You know, you begin to view the world differently. You begin to see people differently. You begin to to love people differently and understand them and be empathetic and and compassionate, generous toward people without, you know, we have friends from all over the world, and we love them. And when we get together, it's like a big whole United mm-hmm. Nations. and we really have so much fun.
0: Just is being- that something that you really advocate for, Cynthia is, is travel, the expansion of different cultures and yes. having an awareness of and really diving into those different areas? Is that a question? Yeah. Yeah. Is that something? So for, for instance, like, what would you say to people or what do you say to your audience? You're a coach, um, to your clients, even of, of that sort of, diving into something like that where you expand your cultural uh, experience
1: it starts with a mindset and you really have to desire that and whatever the purpose is or whatever your goal is it starts with again the beliefs that you subscribe to the question is you have to ask yourself is why do i believe what i believe and how is it how is it serving me today And then you allow yourself, you know, with an open mind to, to learn new things, to listen to people, get other ideas, develop a different perspective about situations and life and just things. You have to open your mind. And if you have the ability to travel, absolutely. When we travel, we stay away from the tourist areas. We, you know, we go into the you know where the people really live and 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 learn about them you know we were in yes. barcelona a couple of years ago and uh you know one of the guys got with us he he's from he's from i think it's kuwait i don't know he's a from a muslim country ah oh, what rich conversations we had with him it, th- there was nothing about you know he was talking about his culture about his culture and, and how he works a few days, a few months in Barcelona. And then he goes back uh, to be with his family for three months because he wants to make mm-hmm. sure that his kids know that he's the daddy and you know, the kids are there with mom and the family and so forth. And he just really opened up. And sh- that happens all the time wherever we travel to. Why? Because we lend ourselves to that. And they, you know, people, before you arrive, April, people sense your energy and they yeah. know how much they can share with you. And and that happens all the time. Yeah. People just open up, but happy, because we engage them, Yeah, you know, and it's just a beautiful connection.
0: Yeah, yeah. You said that um, you have to kind of go a little deeper within yourself in order to understand or question the beliefs that you do have. Are there certain things, tips, tricks techniques that you did or that you know of that you share with others in order to start doing that
1: well you know i have like like i know i know few people okay and you know they have these beliefs and uh they're single uh, or you know whether you're single divorce and partner and whatever and they, they 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 want to meet someone they want to meet someone but you know, in their minds, they, are all this stuff, all this, you know, all these requirements based on their religious indoctrination. And that's just the experience that I've had talking to people. And, you know, you try to delve in, okay, why, why is it, why, why do you fear? Because a lot of it is triggered by fear. Why do you fear? What, what is it about another human that you fear, because I have found April that because I trust myself, it's easy for me to trust someone else. Why would I not trust myself? I'm not gonna lie to myself. I'm not gonna hurt myself. of course, with all that comes, your intuition and so forth, the energy you know what situations to put yourself in, but it's mm-hmm. a lack of trust. Mm-hmm. it's a lack of you know, and, 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 you know, guilt, there's a lot of guilt all also, you know, just, and it's just, they're so inhibited from branching out with an open mind and seeing people with another set of lens and appreciating that. See, when you know who you are and you love yourself, you trust yourself and you, you trust your intuition and you, you know, the decisions you make, and you're not afraid to make decisions, then you can, you can take a chance, bet on yourself. Cindy, bet- it
0: sounds to me like it was a really brave movement for you to yes. step outside of that yes. thought process.
1: Absolutely, yes. What
0: it was-, was that like for you? Did it take a while? Were, what were some of the most trialing aspects of that?
1: Well, because I was out of the environment and uh, I was out of the environment because we left, we left, we left the church on very good terms. You know, we even now we are good with everyone because we have always, uh, you know, been kind and, and, you know, have a good reputation with everyone. So we left and we just decided that we are going to just live. And then I start self-reflecting you know Noel mm. he has always been just a man you know he's just he just he didn't have all those issues yeah you know yeah, he, it
0: sounds like he's he's had a lot of influence for you
1: yeah and he, he was just you know he came happy he's just like I said he didn't make me happy and I didn't, you know we both met each other happy we were you know happy stable we were happy so that you know but he didn't go through all of that he just wanted he just did not want to be under that influence anymore of Mm. you can't do this you can't do that and you know rules laws regulations all of that kind of dark. he did not want any of that he wanted to simplify our lives And to go out there and love people and remove the borders, remove the barriers, remove the limitations, which were all mental, remove Mm -hmm. all of that and just be ourselves and enjoy life and know who we are, love each other. I'm telling you, we celebrated 32 wonderful years of marriage last month. Yeah. And, uh, And it's been great. So
0: that, that is that is
1: beautiful. Yeah. I mean, Just imagine if I had let that, it's like one of my friends, when he, when she saw him, she says, she says, he's a, he's a great catch. That's what she says. Said. Said, well, I'm not fishing, <laughs> you know, but now that I think of it, you know, I would have let that fish go and, <laughs> you know, not, so it's our lives really speak what we live. We yeah, were. it
0: sounds like the result of that experience is that you have really created this, an amazing aspect of freedom in your lives, yeah. or at least, you know, pushing that out as that's what your belief system is now. And right. so what do you recommend for for others?
1: The thing is, as I said, it, it, it all has, because your mindset is set up by the beliefs that are established in your mind and that creates emotions which creates habits and that's the way you live so you really have to do an inventory call it a spiritual inventory or religious inventory whatever it is that you choose to but you really have to do inventory to know why do i believe what i believe because most of the people that i talk with is because well that's what we've always done it and you know that's where i was taught and That's how my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother did it. And, you know, it just goes on and on. And and they have no idea. People are saying people, you know, people keep rolling the dice and, and, and nothing happened. And I'm saying your life has to show results. If you say you're happy, your life has to show that. Whatever it is that you are proclaiming, your life has to be proof of that which you say with your mind. Otherwise, they're just words. They're just words. So I really encourage people to do, start with an inventory, check yourself. You may be living an identity that's not yours. You may be living an identity that was imposed upon you and yeah. you haven't done that self-reflection and you know that uh, journey of self-discovery to, to know who you really are and your true authentic self. You know, some people say to me, you know, you're so bold, you know, you're so bold what you share, but it's not, I know I'm bold and I know I'm audacious, but. When what do they
0: people, feel is, is bold? I, I would love for you to describe that more.
1: Well, you know, people think that I sometimes am a little risque or, you know, <laughs> share things so openly, but I like authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I am not here for people to like me. There are a lot of people that like me and I, that's good. But if somebody doesn't, then that's not my issue. I need to be authentic. I need to share. And even with my husband, you know, like sometimes like he he learns a lot from me just because sometimes I, you know, push back. you know, sometimes he, he may say something and I, and I have an opinion and, uh, you know, because it's who I am, my true authenticity. And until you discover that, and, and, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned it earlier about the freedom, having the freedom to just be, not everyone has that. And let me tell you something. I am still working on that because Oh yeah, we all are, right? (laughs) Because sometimes I would think something and and say something, and sometimes I would be home and something would happen, and I would just kick out an expletive or something else, you know, which, you know, that's just, that's just it. Now, you know, when I'm in public, that's not my personality. That's not my, you know, vocabulary, but yeah, you know, what the hell is going on or something, you know, and I am just me. And that is unapologetically, I don't apologize. For who I am, how I think, or what I say, you know, because my intent is never to offend. My intent is either to empower, hmm. to help guide, to support others so that you can grow from my share. Just like that's a
0: really great energy. I, I like that. You know, you definitely have that essence about you, the unapologetic, the confidence that you embody in just being your most authentic self. So the messages that I'm hearing from you today and and really for the audience here is to go a little deeper, understand the values, the beliefs that you have, yeah. what is it that you want to create and how do you want to live in your most authentic self in order to show up in the most free way
1: in the world and
0: so um we're gonna go into our next commercial and when we get back cynthia i would love to dive a little bit into what it is you're creating now how you've moved from the cynthia linux show which you you still have but you've really gone into that vintage charm at 60 plus so we're going to move into that and what you have going for the future you okay stay tuned Good. As we reflect on the conversation, I want to bring to light this information that we have from our guest here today with Cynthia Lennox. And what I love most about you, Cynthia, is that you really embody the being yourself, being authentic. But what you portray is, if I can be quite frank here, you're not an asshole (laughs) about it. You know, and so I'm just uh, going to throw that out because uh, you are not you're you're, you're able about this part of yourself that is raw. It is you and you don't have to, you know, there, there's not this ego aspect or this entitlement aspect of it. It's just simply you.
1: Yeah, it is. And I appreciate you saying that. See, you're bold. See, I would have never said asshole. <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: okay, I mean, yeah. it's, it's the best way to get it across I in my
1: mean, mind. Uh, well, because, you know, uh, April, we respect is uh, a, 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 a big deal in our relationship, in our lives. So we respect everyone. We respect whatever you believe that's yours. But mm. we... Respect that. That's yours. Your belief is not for me. Your belief is for you.
0: So, what you're saying is you're not a, offended by other no. choices, decisions, beliefs. No. You don't Absolutely. take it personally. Maybe no. that's a part of the. No.
1: Um, I'm glad oh, you brought up. Wow. up. What is it? I'm so glad you mentioned that. No, no. no. Yeah. I respect. I have friends that are still in that circle and. You know, but 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 they understand that I am now away from that. I don't subscribe to any religious beliefs. Yeah.
0: So you're and- saying that, and again, it's a going into that you are not putting yourself in environments that you don't feel comfortable or confident, or that you could really be yourself in. And of course, here's the thing: we always end up in places or in front of people that we're not going to necessarily agree with or believe in, but yeah. And, but at the same time, as much as you can control your environment and the people that right. you surround yourself with right? do right. so.
1: Yeah. Unapologetically. Unapologetically. And, again, and I, I respect, I, you know, like, you know, I went out to lunch with the set of ladies the other day and, and, and we held hands and, you know, somebody prayed you know, that's not going to take anything away from me. I mean, that's not, you know, they prayed and I respected that. And and that's it. No
0: comment. I think think the power of prayer is so, no matter where you're at, because it's just the minds and the hearts of people for one intention. And there's just so much power, so much science backed behind that.
1: Yeah. So I didn't, you know, that, that I, we, I don't care what you, you know, whether you're, You're Buddhist, you're- Yeah, whatever it is. Christian, Whatever, I respect that. We respect your right to believe whatever you want to believe because that is such a personal thing. Just like, you know, you can't infringe on my freedom to to know and live the way I choose to live. Right. You just can't do that. So I I think the biggest thing is respect that you honor other folks with. And and it's not even a topic Mm. of discussion. You have to bring it up. I, you know, it's not, you know, you see people yeah. as a person as you know, the richness of who they are, because the same yeah. honor you give to yourself, you can look at yeah. others with the same
0: honor. You know, Cynthia, one of the, the coolest things or best perspectives that I have that I've learned along my journey is um to really understand that everybody's on their own spiritual journey and their yeah. souls all of our souls are growing at a different pace in its own way because that's the way it works right so
1: okay, if, that's the key yeah i like it's that it's
0: just a beautiful way to look at it in my eyes especially as a parent i mean that's a really great example for me because as a parent oftentimes you you want that control you want to protect and right. At the same time, they're their own needs <laughs> yes. and they're on their own journeys, they're on their own yes. spiritual route, and they have to experience that in order for their souls to grow. And so when we think about that in a loving way as a parent, that's a, that's a really easy thing to accept and understand. And then when we start branching that out to others, to those of us around, it's so much easier, Cynthia, in my eyes to... Yes understand accept to appreciate where they're at and where i'm
1: at exactly yes and the bottom line is respect you're right you can really we sit with people and it doesn't really matter what you know it's not an issue that's your thing and we respect that just like we have our thing and we you know we live the way we want to live and it works So.
0: You have moved into Vintage Charm at 60 plus, which is super cool. Love the title. Okay. What made you transition? I know you said that you ha- you started coming across people who started talking about ageism and right. all of the things. And you're like, wow, this is really coming to the forefront for me. And I want to start doing something about it. I want to start bringing a new perspective into the world. So what does that look like for you now?
1: Well, what I see, April, is I, I would really like to have a platform where we can celebrate people of that, mm. you know, celebrate their vibrancy and really recreate a whole, you know, just reframe people's thinking on that reality. Because, you know, we all, we all age, but we don't have to yeah. get old. And if you're yeah. able to do the fun stuff of life and, and have interaction and not really not really subscribe to the traditional mindset, because there is there is a con, uh, cultural construct concerning ageism. You yeah. know, you, know you, you, you go to work, you work for so many years, you retire, you know, white picket fence, and then you retire, you know, you play with the grandkids and you just wait. I've talked to people that have said, Uh, when I said, you know, how are you doing? And they have said, right, right here, just waiting. And I'm like, waiting for what? Well, they're just waiting until they expire. (laughs) That's a true story. That is a true story. I'm just here waiting. (laughs) Well, so
0: (laughs) when you talk about this, you want to create a space. What platform are you talking? Are you talking virtually? Are you talking locally? Are you talking all of it? What is it that you are working to create? Is this guest that you want to have on the show? Do you want to have many people on your show in order to have this, you know, colorful conversation or what is it that you envision? In my
1: mind, (laughs) that's exactly, that is, that is exactly correct. You know, I I would like to have, you know, the show to, you know, to bring people on the show and, you know, let them share their lives and and influence others that may be, you know, sad, depressed, anxious, stressed out Mm. and so forth to really reframe their thinking and know that this is the most vibrant stage of their lives. They have to acknowledge it. Nobody's going to tell you that or, you know, it's like authority is not. Is not granted. You have to assume that and acknowledge it.
0: And and community is such an essential part of our being. And I feel like oftentimes when we're working day in and day out for generation after generation, like it's so ingrained in us to not branch out into community as much and so when we enter the world of retirement <laughs> we don't have that set up yet and so right. learning how to integrate that into our lives and to be bold enough to reteach ourselves exactly. to be social beings yes. yes. is not easy and it's a, it's a fear mechanism Um, unfortunately. So how do you feel? And and I know there are things out there for for people. But what would you say is a graceful way to really entering into that social
1: world? Well, we have to start with doing things that we're that takes us out of our comfort zone, because there's no growth in comfort zones. There's no growth no. at all. So you you have to, first of all, you, you have to make a determination in your mind this is what I want and then determine the benefits of it because you know it creates a lot of you know uh, mm-hmm. dopamine going on in your brain, you know happy, you know motivated and 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 se- great satisfaction and so forth. So once you make a decision, this is what you want to do, then you start seeking out. It's just like myself, you know, when I decided, the lifestyle that I wanted for myself and to create, I started seeking out. And when I started seeking out, April, it's like doors opened for me. People came into my life and, you know, situations, circumstances, just, they just, it's like I attract good opportunities and great people. I, I, do. I think
0: that's important to, to notate is that when you start going out and you're doing and you you're putting the action behind yes. the thought right yes, yes. and yes. you said doors start opening and you start oh, attracting yes, yes. New and so I think that that is exactly what it is is that when you start doing it it starts flowing
1: and you know I don't think I'm just looking here because I want to read something to you I don't think in terms of uh you know negativity I don't I don't think in those terms you know people talk a lot about this showed up in my DM and it says, remember, no one else can do what you do the way you do it. Mm. That is your superpower. This showed up in my DM and from somebody. And you know, I know who it is, but I thought that is so encouraging. My point is, see, I attract that positive energy because I don't think of, I don't think of People being jealous or envious or haters—I don't think in those terms because that's not. I mean, where, is, where, where does it go? I don't think. I don't think people hate me, even if they don't know me. But and if they do, that's not my thing. That's for them, not your problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm to keep the, yeah. the positive energy flowing in my life, and and I see the results. I see the effect of that mindset.
0: And that's what you were talking about earlier is where if you don't see it in your life, if you don't see it reflecting, exactly. then you don't, you're not doing it right. It's not
1: working. Right? It's not working. saying a lot of words and people that they just mm-hmm. repeat words and words and words. And, and it, no, you have to, it's like you said earlier, I embody the philosophy that I subscribe to. I embody it. So I don't have to tell you, spend a few minutes with me and, and, and you kind of get to know that. Yeah. So
0: how do people find you, find what you're doing? I have here your website. And so I want to make sure the audience knows how to find it. It's www.vintagecharmat60plus.com. And uh, so tell us, Cynthia, what it is that you offer to community right now. And and you talked a little bit about where you envision it going.
1: Well, I'm also a uh, a life coach. And that's one of the things that I really love to do because it's really walking alongside people and, you know, guiding them and supporting them so that they can become their true, authentic self. That is something that I'm enjoying uh, right now. So when you go to the website, vintagecharmat60plus.com, you know, 60, it's six zero, You will come to my website, which is still on the construction. It's called the CynthiaLenoxShow.com. You will come to that website and you scroll all the way to the bottom. And there is a box where you can shoot me an email. And uh, if you have any questions or if you want to chat with me or, you know, we can chat for 30 minutes and you can decide if there's energy. And I will be more than happy to spend time uh, with you um, as a coach.
0: You know how I envision you, Cynthia, is I feel like you are the perfect person if I felt uncomfortable or was a little shy about something. I feel like you're that person that would just take my hand and lead me straight out to that dance floor to go shake it a little.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yes, because I
0: would. Yeah, I would say if there's somebody out there that really needs a hand to pull you along in the right direction. Yes, into yes, community yes. into to a positive perspective of life right. Cynthia, Cynthia is your growl for sure
1: yeah, I'm your girl <laughs> yeah I, I agree with you because I think especially at this at this moment you have got to live in prime time and enjoy your life to the max without inhibition uh, without constraints without, you know, you know, just be untamed. Just be yourself and unapologetic. Don't make excuses. And one thing you have got to know is that you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. As long yeah. as you, whatever you do does not infringe on the freedom of another person, you can do whatever you want to do.
0: Mm. I'm going to bring in a couple of our comments because you do have a few today. Okay. And so... um Manley said, I love that Cynthia is so real and always a positive person. He said, she's figured out how to be her authentic self unapologetically without an attitude. And I think I kind of went over that earlier, didn't I? I will never
1: forget that. I love it.
0: Display in such a great way. And then Harold Martinez says, I love you because you are able to share with others this newfound freedom in living life unapologetically.
1: Thank you. Wow, Harold, thank you. Thank you, manly. I, I appreciate those comments because they're true. That's what they observed,
0: yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. So Cynthia, it's been awesome to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you so much for sharing your light. This has been a great. So
1: light. This has been a great discussion, April, really? Yeah, I'm so pleased to be able to join you, to have been able to join you today and Yeah, this this has been great. I appreciate it. You're
0: welcome. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience today?
1: Well, I would just say that uh, the pursuit really that everyone needs to take is to uh, uh, go through a wash. (laughs) You know, if there are any debris in there so that you can really come out your true authentic self, because that's where freedom really is.
0: And remember, clothes need washing more than once. Right.
1: Absolutely,
0: yes. <laughs> at least mine do. Uh, at least mine do. All right. Well, it, it's been a pleasure. Thank you again so you. much for Thank being you. on the show, you. Cynthia. We really have made it a magical Friday. Happy Friday, everyone, if you're tuning in today. And Thank otherwise, you. you'll be watching the replay. And now? every day is a great day. So Thank you again for tuning in. If you want more information about our guests, please see it in the description below or go to the wellnessdrivenlifeshow.com on our website and you can find out more information. So again, thank you for tuning in and goodbye for now. We will see you Ciao, later. Au revoir.